Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily Bible reading podcast that goes through the whole Bible in a year. We follow along with the weekly Torah portions and read daily from the Torah, the prophets, the writings, and the apostles. If you want to learn more about the podcast or connect with us online, find us at dailybreadmoms.com. There you'll find information about the journal. Um, that's the Bible reading plan that we use, um, which Bible translation we use, and how to contact us. You'll also see information about how you can support the podcast by becoming a patron and how we can connect with you more. We've got some new things for our sweet patrons and are excited to let you hear from us in more ways beyond the daily Bible readings. So find us at dailybreadmoms.com. We look forward to connecting with you. Let's get to our podcast episode for today. Good morning. This is Johanna, your reader today. Today is Friday, the 12th of January, and in the Hebrew calendar, it is the second day of the month, Shavat. This week, our Torah portion is called Va'era, which means I appeared. And today we're going to start in Exodus 8, 23 through 9, 16. First, let's take a moment to bless God and thank Him for His word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. We must walk a three-day journey into the wilderness and sacrifice to the Lord our God, just as he tells us. Pharaoh said, I will let you go so that you may sacrifice to the Lord your God in the wilderness. Only you must not go very far away. Pray for me. So Moshe said, See, I am leaving you and I will pray to the Lord that the swarm of flies will depart from Pharaoh, his servants, and from his people tomorrow. However, let Pharaoh no longer deal deceitfully by not letting the people go sacrifice to the Lord. Then Moshe went out from Pharaoh and prayed to the Lord. The Lord acted according to the word of Moshe and removed the swarm of flies from Pharaoh, from his servants, and from his people. Nothing remained. But Pharaoh hardened his heart this time also and did not let the people go. Then the Lord said to Moshe, Go in to Pharaoh and tell him, this is what the Lord, the God of the Hebrews, says. Let my people go, so they may serve me. For if you refuse to let them go and hold them still, behold, the hand of the Lord will fall upon your livestock that are in the field, on the horses, donkeys, camels, herds, and flocks. There will be a crushing plague. But the Lord will make a distinction between the cattle of Israel and the cattle of Egypt, and nothing will die that belongs to Bnei Israel. Also, the Lord set a specific time, saying, Tomorrow the Lord will do this thing in the land. Then, the next day, the Lord did the deed. All the cattle of Egypt died. 
yet of the cattle of Bnei Israel not one died. When Pharaoh inquired, there was not so much as one of the cattle of Bnei Israel dead. But the heart of Pharaoh was stubborn, and he did not let the people go. Then the Lord said to Moshe and Aaron, Take handfuls of soot from the furnace, and have Moshe throw it heavenward in the sight of Pharaoh. It will become fine dust over all the land of Egypt, and will become boils erupting with sores on both men and animals throughout all the land. So they took soot from the furnace and stood before Pharaoh. When Moshe threw it heavenward, it became boils erupting with sores on both men and animals. Moreover, the magicians could not stand before Moshe because of the boils, because they were on the magicians as on all the Egyptians. But the Lord hardened the heart of Pharaoh, so he did not listen to them, just as the Lord had said to Moshe. Then the Lord said to Moshe, Rise up early in the morning, stand before Pharaoh, and say to him, This is what the Lord, the God of the Hebrews, says, Let my people go so they may serve me. For this time I will send all my plagues to your heart and on your servants and your people, so that you may know that there is none like me in all the earth. Surely by now I could have stretched out my hand and struck you and your people with a plague that would have wiped you off the earth. However, I have let you stand for this reason, to show you my power, and that my name might be proclaimed throughout all the earth. Yet still you exalt yourself over my people by not letting them go. Behold, tomorrow at about this time, I will cause it to rain a very severe hailstorm, the likes of which has not occurred in Egypt since the day it was founded until now. Send word, shelter your cattle and all that you have in the field, for every person and animal found in the field and not brought home, when the hail comes down on them, they will die." That was Exodus eight twenty three through nine sixteen. Today's portion from the prophets is Second Samuel eighteen. Then David mustered the people who were with him and set commanders of thousands and captains of hundreds over them. Then David sent out the troops, one-third under the command of Joab, one-third under the command of Joab's brother, Avishai, son of Zuliah, and one-third under the command of Itai the Gittite. The king said to the troops, I must certainly go out with you also. But the troops said, You must not go out, for if we were to flee, they would not care about us. Even if half of us die, they still wouldn't care about us. But you are worth ten thousand of us. Therefore now, it is better that you be ready to support us from the city. The king said to them, Whatever seems best to you, I will do. So the king stood beside the gate, and all the troops went out by their hundreds and thousands. Then the king charged Joab, Avishai, and Itai, saying, Deal gently with the young man Avshalom for my sake. Now all the troops heard the king's charge to all the commanders concerning Avshalom. 
Then the troops went out to the field to confront Israel, but the battle took place in the forest of Ephraim. The people of Israel were defeated there before the followers of David, and the slaughter that day was great, 20,000 men. For the battle there was spread over the face of the entire countryside, and the forest devoured more people that day than the sword devoured. Now Avshalom encountered some of David's servants. When Avshalom was riding on his mule, the mule went under the thick branches of the great oak, and his head got caught in the oak, so that he was left hanging between heaven and earth, while the mule that was under him went on. Then a certain man saw it and told Yoav, saying, Look, I saw Avshalom hanging in an oak. Then Yoav said to his informant, Look here, you saw him, so why didn't you strike him there to the ground? I would have given you ten pieces of silver and a belt. But the man said to Yoav, Even if I had a thousand pieces of silver in my hand, I would not raise my hand against the king's son. For in our hearing the king charged you, Avishai and Itai, saying, Watch over the young man Avshalom for me. Otherwise, I would have betrayed his soul, and nothing stays hidden from the king, and you yourself would have stood aloof. I won't wait for you, Yoav said. So he took three darts in his hand and thrust them through Avshalom's heart while he was yet alive in the midst of the oak. Then ten young men who were Yoav's armor-bearers surrounded Avshalom, struck and finished him off, then Yoav blew the shofar, and the troops returned from pursuing Israel, for Yoav held back the troops. They took Avshalom and threw him into a deep pit in the forest, and piled over him a very large heap of stones. Then all Israel fled, everyone to his tent. Now Avshalom, in his lifetime, had taken and set up for himself a pillar, which is in the king's valley. For he said, I have no son to preserve the memory of my name. So he called the pillar by his name, and it has been called Avshalom's monument to this day. Then Achimaaz, son of Tzadok, said, Let me now run and bring the king news that the Lord has vindicated him against the hand of his enemies. But Yoav said to him, You are not to be the bearer of news today. You may do it another day, but today... You shall bear no news, for the king's son is dead. Then Yoav said to the Cushite, Go, tell the king what you have seen. So the Cushite bowed to Yoav and took off running. But Achimaaz, son of Tzadok, once again said to Yoav, Whatever happens, please, let me also run after the Cushite. Why should you run, my son, Yoav said, since you have no news worth telling? Whatever may come of it, I want to run. So he said to him, Run. Achimaaz ran by the way of the plain, and so passed the Cushite. Now David was sitting between the two gates. When the watchman on the roof over the gate walked over to the wall, he lifted up his eyes and looked, and all of a sudden he saw a man running alone. The watchman cried out and told the king, the king said, If he is alone, there is good news in his mouth. 
So he came, closer and closer. Then the watchman saw another man running. So the watchman called out to the gatekeeper and said, Look, another man is running alone. The king said, He too is bringing good news. So the watchman said, I can see that the running of the first one is like the running of Ahima'az, son of Tzadok. This is a good man, and he comes with good news, the king replied. Then Ahima'az called out and said to the king, Shalom. Then he prostrated himself before the king with his face to the ground and said, Blessed be the Lord your God, who has given over the men who lifted up their hand against my lord the king. Then the king asked, Is it well with the young man Avshalom? Ahimaaz answered, I saw a great tumult when the king's servant Yoav sent me, your servant, but I did not know what it was about. Step aside and stand here, the king said. So he stepped aside and stood still. Then the Kushite arrived and said, Let my lord the king receive good news, for the lord has vindicated you today against all who rose up against you. Is it well with the young man, Avshalom? The Kushite answered, Let the enemies of my lord the king and all who rise up against you for evil be as that young man. That was Second Samuel 18. And now our portion today from the writings is Psalm 85. Oh my goodness. So I just realized that I read Psalm 85 yesterday by mistake in the Thursday episode. So I will be reading Psalm 84 for you today since that was not read for you yesterday. I'm sorry about that. Psalm 84. Here we go. For the music director upon the Gittite lyre, a psalm of the sons of Korach. How lovely are your tabernacles, Lord of hosts. My soul yearns, even faints for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my flesh sing for joy to the living God. Even the sparrow has found a home, and the swallow a nest for herself, where she may lay her young Near your altars, Lord of hosts, my King and my God. Blessed are they who dwell in your house. They are ever praising you, Selah. Blessed is the one whose strength is in you, in whose heart are the pilgrim roads. Passing through the valley of Baca, they make it a spring. The early rain covers it with blessing. They go from strength to strength. Every one of them appears before God in Zion. Lord of hosts, hear my prayer. Give ear, O God of Yaakov, Selah. O God, look at our shield and look upon the face of your anointed. For a day in your courts is better than a thousand anywhere else. I would rather stand at the threshold of the house of my God than dwell in the tents of wickedness. For the Lord God is a sun and a shield. The Lord gives grace and glory. No good thing will he withhold from those who walk uprightly. The Lord of hosts, blessed is the one who trusts in you. That was Psalm 84, yesterday's reading from the writings. And now um, we'll go to 
the portion for today from the Apostles, which I just uh, did today's yesterday. I read Luke 11, 29 through 54 yesterday, and I missed Luke 11, verses 1 through 28, which I should have read yesterday. So I will read that today instead. Now Yeshua was praying in a certain place. When he finished, one of his disciples said to him, Master, teach us to pray, just as Yohanan taught his disciples. Then Yeshua said to them, When you pray, say, Father, sanctified be your name, your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread and forgive us our sins, for we also forgive everyone indebted to us. And lead us not into temptation. Then Yeshua said to them, Which of you has a friend and will go to him in the middle of the night and say to him, Friend, lend me three loaves of bread, because a friend of mine has come to me on his journey, and I have nothing to set before him. Then from within he may answer, saying, Don't bother me, the door is already locked, and my children and I are in bed. I can't get up to give you anything. I tell you, even if the friend will not get up and give him anything out of friendship, yet because of the man's persistence, he will get up and give him as much as he needs. So I say to you, ask, and it shall be given to you. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened to you. For every one who asks, receives, and the one who seeks, finds. And to the one who knocks, it will be opened. What father, if his son asks for a fish, will give him a snake instead? And if he asks for an egg, will he give him a scorpion? If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give the Ruach HaKodesh to those who ask him? Now Yeshua was driving out a demon, and it was mute. When the demon had gone out, the mute one spoke, and the crowds were amazed. But some among them said, By Beelzebul, the ruler of demons, he drives out demons. Others, testing him, were demanding from him a sign from heaven. But Yeshua, knowing their thoughts, said to them, Every kingdom divided against itself is destroyed, and a house against a house falls. Now if Satan is divided against himself, how will his kingdom stand? For you say, by Beelzevul I drive out the demons. But if by Beelzevul I drive out demons, by whom do your sons drive them out? For this reason, they will be your judges." But if by the finger of God I drive out demons, then the kingdom of God has come to you. When a strong one, fully armed, protects his own estate, his possessions are safe. But as soon as someone stronger than he attacks and overpowers him, then he takes away the armor that he had trusted in and divides up his plunder. He who is not with me is against me, and he who does not gather with me scatters. When an unclean spirit goes out of a man, it passes through waterless places looking for rest. Not finding any, it says, I will return to my house where I came from. 
and when it comes, it finds the house swept and put in order. Then it goes and takes along seven other spirits more evil than itself, and they go in and settle there. And that man's last condition becomes worse than the first. Then, as Yeshua was saying these things, a certain woman in the crowd, raising her voice, said to him, Blessed is the womb that carried you, and the breasts that nursed you. But he said, Rather, blessed are those who hear the word of God and obey it. That was Luke 11, 1 through 28. And again, that was yesterday's portion. And uh, so, sorry about the mix-up of those portions from yesterday to today. Along with yesterday's portion um, from the Gospels, if you were reading through the Apostles twice this year, you would be reading Ephesians five eighteen through 33 as well. Well, that is it for today's readings. I pray that you have a blessed Friday, that you will be strengthened by the Word of God. I'm Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom to you from Israel. Until next time.